Here we are, Friday. And it's, yeah, it's been really nice outside. Summer is here. I wanted to talk a little bit about summer because it's, we got to make it as good as we can because it's been a long spring. Um, totally in the green zone today. Happy that our school year is coming to an end and that we're going to have a little break. See what we can do this with our free time. Maybe get outside more. Hopefully swim in a river. Maybe go camping if it's allowed. We'll see. But today I wanted to start out with, this is kind of a story of how, this is a Native American story of how summer came to be. Because it has been so beautiful walking around my neighborhood, seeing all the flowers, having the grass grow out in people's lawns. It's just lovely outside. So I want to say this story about, this is called How Glooskop Found Summer. And Glooskop is a Native American, I suppose. So it was a long time ago, and people lived always in the red morning before sunrise. And uh, so this Native American man named Glooskap, he went very far north where it was all ice. And he came to a wigwam, which is a house, a kind of house. And inside he found a giant, a great giant, for this giant was winter. Now Glooskap entered and he sat down. Then Winter woke up and invited him and, and began to tell him stories of the old times. Now, this was a magic trick, and the charm was on Glooskap, and it was the frost. The giant talked on and, fr and froze, and Glooskap fell asleep, and he slept for six months, like a toad, because <laughs> toads can sleep for six months. And then the charm, it faded away, and he woke up, and he went on his way home. And as it was going south, with every step it grew warmer, and the flowers began to come up, and they began to talk to him. And he came to where the many, many little ones danced in the forest, where their queen was summer. It was summer, the most beautiful one ever born. So Glooskap grabbed summer, and he kept her by a crafty trick. He cut a moose hide into a long cord, and as he ran away with Summer, he let the end trail behind him. The fairies of light, they pulled at the cord, but as Glooskap ran, the cord ran out, and though they pulled, he left them far away. And so he came to the lodge of Winter. But now he had Summer with him, and Winter welcomed him again, for he wanted to freeze Glooskap once again. But this time... The master did the talking. This time his magic was stronger. And here the sweat started to run down Winter's face. And then he melted more and quite a way as they did the wigwam too. And then everything woke. The grass grew, the fairies came out, and the snow ran down the rivers, carrying away the dead leaves. And then Glooskap left Summer with them, and he went home. And that is how Summer came to be. It was old Glooskap. <laughs> I like that story. That was, I, I thought that was just a nice way to think about how the weather has turned and why it has. Now, I also wanted to review a little bit about another helper of humanity that we didn't... Uh, I don't think we've reviewed him yet. But uh, Nelson Mandela. 
we did talk about him. He's much like, uh, kind of like our, our Martin Luther King. He is to South Africa, because that's the country where he was from. Because in South Africa, he was born at a time when their government was not fair to all people. And they treated white people one way, and they treated black people a different way. And so black people didn't have the same rights. They had to live in certain places, and they did not have the same freedoms that other people had. And so when Nelson Mandela was in college, he was arrested during a protest, and he <clears throat> was put in prison. And once he was put in prison, that's when he really started to study hard. He hadn't finished his schooling before. And I don't think he was all that serious about it before. He said that himself. But once he had got arrested, he thought, wow. I mean, he got arrested because he felt very strongly about the laws and that they were wrong. And again, this was a peaceful protest. And so he was put in prison. He earned his degree. And the whole time he was in prison, he kept uh, speaking out for the people who were unfairly arrested and being unfairly treated in South Africa. And so he was in jail for a very long time. I believe it's 20-some years. I forget the exact number of years. A lot of, of years, though. And so then in about 20 years later, uh, he was released from prison, and he, did, and he was a hero because everyone thought, wow, you know, he, he's... Um, he's he suffered for the whole time in prison and never changed his his belief in freedom for all and in the equal rights for all human beings and everyone in South Africa, and so he uh, he was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize in 1994 when he got to vote for the first time in his life because they were able to changed the government in South Africa from, it was called apartheid, was the old one. And so the apartheid government was taken down, and then in 1994, he was inaugurated the, the first democratically elected president of South Africa, So, which is amazing because it went from a country where black people did not have equal rights at all to a country where their hero and the man that represented their struggle and fight against the apartheid system became their president and leader, which is very amazing. So that, uh, yeah, something, you know, the thing that is really amazing about uh, Nelson Mandela, just like Martin Luther King, and we didn't talk too much about Gandhi, but Martin Luther King got a lot of his ideas from Gandhi. So he... Uh, the main idea was that a peaceful protest will always win in the end. Because if you remember, when people in America saw the dogs and the fire hoses they were using on people who were standing up for their rights, that shocked Americans. And we thought, oh my gosh, this really does have to change. And so they, they, it showed who was, in, who, was, who was right and who was wrong. It was very clear to people. When... Brave people like Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi, and they stand up and fight for the rights of all. Sometimes they can really change the world.
just like Mandela did in South Africa. And, and honestly, somebody in America, we will have somebody else, hopefully. And it could be you, could be me, but we all need to think about what's right and then teach other people what is right, too. Because that's something I wanted to, I've been thinking about watching the news lately and whatnot, is that we're so fortunate to live in a place where we get, get to go to school and I'm, I mean, from my own experience, I had really great teachers that taught me ideas that I think are valuable. And when I go to, any time I've been to other places in the world, those rules and values should hold up for everybody. And I think that's, it's the golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. So we got to, and so I, I get to share my ideas with you guys. And I hope you, I mean, of course, yeah, I just hope that... Yeah, we gotta spread the good the good ideas out there. All right. Um, <clears throat> the only one writing I want to do today is for Mary Curie, who again, let's rem remind ourselves of what she did. We talked about her last time. Just like Nelson Mandela, she's a winner of the Nobel Prize, but she won hers about ninety years earlier than him, and she won two Nobel prizes. And she is the person that discovered radium and polarium, which are uh, elements, I guess, I don't know. They're, they're uh, discoveries for science that helped us figure out what nuclear reactions were and all sorts of important developments that, I mean, she was by far one of the smartest people and so impressive that she broke through all the rules by being the first woman at the Sorbonne and then becoming the first professor there, woman professor, and teaching so many people so many brilliant ideas, including Albert Einstein, who she was really good friends with. And so I wanted to just talk about her and the fact that Mary Curie was the first person to win two Nobel Prizes. <clears throat> so that's what we're going to write in our main lesson book today. And I know I'm almost out. This is my last but I got two or three pages left, so I understand if you're out of them, but at least you can write this down with your picture, if you did your picture on a different piece of paper or something like that. <clears throat> and, yeah, if you don't have any paper, the same kind of paper, art paper or something, you can use printer paper, lined paper, any paper you can do. But, I'd, oh, sure, just keep practicing your writing, because that's a skill we need to work on. And get ready, because we get to do cursive in third grade. <laughs> uh, so today, I did blue uh, blue border. <clears throat> and I did alternating lines of orange and purple. And I wrote on my first line, Mary Curie, with the capital M and the capital C, because that is her name. And we need to capitalize her name. And was as no tall or short under, going under or up above. <clears throat> the first person in that line, we're only going to have an H as a tall letter. And the F, I guess our T goes up a little bit, but not, not too high. We'll write to win two... Nobel Prizes. Now notice, we have two twos there. 
2, T-O, is to do it, to win, and then 2, T-W-O, is the word for 2, of course. And you might notice that the N for Nobel is capitalized, because that is the name of the prize and the name of the man who gave it. And the P is capitalized, too, because that is the name, it's part of the title of the of the prize. So that is also capital. And that's going to do it for today. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Get outside. I think it's supposed to rain actually on Saturday, but while it's sunny, we got to enjoy it. And we've got three days of school left. <laughs> Can't believe it. We're almost in third grade. Okay. Well, I will talk to you all later. And enjoy the weekend. Bye.